Welcome back. Always glad to have the Attorney General of the great state of Texas. It's my friend Ken Paxton. Ken, how are you? Good to see you. Hey, I'm doing great. It's a beautiful day in Texas. It, it is. You know, we've had a weird fluctuating weather, but I kind of like it. It's almost like we have changing seasons this year, which sometimes yeah. we don't. Um, Ken, it's always good to talk to you. I've got to bring up this case that grabbed national attention out of Austin, where you had some BLM riot going on, where they shut down a, a main thoroughfare. Um, they're not allowed to do that. This wasn't a peaceable protest. Uh, it's against the Constitution. And here's a guy driving Uber, a military man drive, driving Uber, and, and he's, his car is surrounded. We've all seen the video now. We've all seen the pictures. And one of the people in this group has an AK-47 and, is, and decides to raise it and point it towards the driver, Daniel Perry, who decides, let me save my life, and he shoots and kills the guy. Everybody seems to think that's a a, a self-defense move. The Castle Doctrine may or may not go to my car. I'm not sure, and I can ask you about that. But in Texas, of all places, you've got the right to defend yourself with the Second Amendment. How stunned were you that this guy got convicted? Uh, not at all. It was, it's Austin. Travis County, this guy is a Soros-funded guy who replaced another Democratic DA who did prosecute people. And you'll notice, no one's really brought this up, but none of the BLM protesters, the Antifa people, causing property damage, threatening people, you'll notice the prosecutor, the district attorney, didn't go after any of them. He went after the guy that was threatened by that whole process. Have you thought about this, Ken? Because you and I talk about law enforcement and law and order all the time and safety for the civilians and everything else. Why does George Soros want this in our streets? Do you have any idea? I, I think he just generally wants chaos in our country. He doesn't like our constitutional form of government. He'd like to see it break down. And then it would be more of a globalist. His idea is more of a globalist control from somewhere else in the world telling us what to do. He doesn't like the freedom we have. I don't know why that is. I don't know why he hates freedom so much, but he does. So cause anarchy, have a riots in the street, and then have some globalist body take over the law enforcement for every uh, every country on the planet? You think that's the plan? <laughs> Yeah, I think it is. I don't, I don't think they like local police departments. They're too close to the people. They're trying to eliminate those. They'd much rather have a national, international force uh, than they have more control. It's, it seems to be what he's going for. Uh, it's Ken Paxton. Go to KenPaxton.com. He's the Attorney General of the great state of Texas. So in a case like this, so the guy is convicted by a Soros DA, as you said. The Soros DA that isn't prosecuting many crimes at all, except on this one, he had to prosecute because how dare you use your Second Amendment to protect yourself when a riot is befalling your car, when you're trying to drive Uber. Um, as the Attorney General, can you step in? Do you have any purview whatsoever over local DAs or not? Uh, no. In other states, they do. I mean, you, there are many states where there's concurrent jurisdiction and where there's some oversight of district attorneys. In Texas, uh, they're, they're not accountable to anybody. They can, as a matter of fact, the legislature can pass all kinds of different criminal statutes, and the, the local DA can just say, you know, look, I don't, I'm not going to do that. I don't have to follow Texas law. I can do whatever I want. I can commit my own crimes. I can allow my friends to commit crimes. And in Texas, perfectly legal. And any, any, that's why Soros is so excited about getting some of the DAs in some of the larger cities, because not only can he affect elections, he can affect the entire stability of the state. And until the legislature fixes that, there's literally nothing we can do. Just down the road here in San Antonio, we've got another Soros DA in this guy, um, uh, Joe Gonzalez. So, yeah, he, he's doing all he can to make this as blue a state as he can. But you're right. In some states, the attorney general does have purview. Like in, uh, we had the Missouri attorney general on who is trying to go after the St. Louis DA who just isn't prosecuting any crime at all, depending on who's committing the crimes. Um, in some states, the governor can suspend, like in Florida, I know DeSantis suspended a DA who said, I'm not going to uphold that law. Um, you can't do anything. Our governor can't do anything in this state. It's all autonomous. 
No, I mean, the DAs are in, in Texas, they, they really fought hard to keep their autonomy and no accountability, uh, permission to do whatever they want to do on any state law. And they've kept it for a long, long time, despite the fact that Soros has figured this out and made a lot of inroads. The legislature is, is begrudgingly made a few changes, but nothing that, that affects us and allows us to go after criminal DAs who have committed crimes or their friends who are committing crimes. Ken, in this case specifically, have you looked at it closely enough to where you can say, yes, this guy should be pardoned? Do you think that should happen? Oh, absolutely. I don't think there's any way that this guy should be, should have been prosecuted. He has a right to defend himself. We have a standard ground law in Texas. You don't have to retreat if you're being threatened. You don't have to like prove that you were running and they shot you in the back. Uh, you have the right to defend yourself. And when somebody else has a AK-47 pointed at or around you, you, you have a right to be uh, terrified, especially when there's you know, a mob around you messing with your car. Yeah. Does Castle Doctrine extend to the car, or is that literally stand your ground that takes place there? It's stand your ground. We, in Texas, you, have, you do not have to retreat from a, from a fight. If somebody is threatening you, you have a right to stand your ground. And, and it's just that simple. I know that Governor Abbott wanted to get the pardon right away. There's some p- pardon board that I never even heard of before. How long yeah. a process do you think that should be? I mean, this should be simple. So, I mean, I, my guess is they're asking for the transcripts from the trial, because remember that the chief investigator in this was from the Austin Police Department, and he, he said that he had exculpatory clear evidence that would clear this guy, and the district attorney said, no, I won't present that to the grand jury, and I won't, pres- I won't allow you to present that to the jury. So this prosecutor, this district attorney, knew that there was evidence that would help this guy. This, we're talking about a murder charge. And he said, no, not only am I not going to prosecute anybody that was causing this, this craziness and these riots and property damage, I'm going to go after a guy and not let him t- let, let the truth come out and see if I can get him on murder. And that's it, what happened. If it turns out the DA was holding back exculpatory uh, evidence that would have cleared this guy, what's the process to punish, remove, censure? What do you do to, do, do to a DA that we know broke the law by not sharing all the information he had? In Texas, that's perfectly acceptable and allowed. There's no consequence. The legislature's never put in a penalty for that. What? I'm, I'm being, no, once they get the indictment, it doesn't matter. They could have lied about everything. 100% lies. And remember, most grand, jur- grand juries in Texas, there's no recording of it. There's no chance to present other evidence. And so if you go, if the DA goes into a lie about any human being and they lie, one, you'll, you'll very rarely know it. But two... Because we have, in this case, where you do know it, there's nothing that can be done with that DA. As a matter of fact, he can say, yes, I did it on purpose. I knew I was lying. And that guy typically will still go to trial and potentially go to jail. That is mind-blowing. That is Texas law. That's the way Texas law works. And so far, we don't want to fix it. Well, if we don't fix it, Soros is going to buy Houston and Dallas and San Antonio and Austin like he already has. He already has. and, And he knows that nobody can do anything once the person's elected. That's it? Is the legislature taking action, Ken? Uh, They're making some moves. They're giving uh, me the ability to remove if somebody didn't prosecute. But think about it. I'm going to be in Austin, and I'm going to go in front of a liberal Austin judge and try to show that the Austin DA, didn't, the Travis County DA, didn't do his job. It's, it, you know, we'll try, but, I mean, to be honest with you, at Austin judge, I don't care what the facts, I don't care what the laws. The, the DA in Travis County could say, yes, I violated every Texas law I could, and I'm guessing that an Austin judge will never do anything about it. So we don't have the mechanism. No mechanism that I know of is going to fix this problem. As a matter of fact, it's going to get worse. And, of course, we have our whole court of criminal appeals problem where I think Soros 
help fund that as well. And so now we can't even prosecute voter fraud. Well, the, the legislature that's still red last time I checked should A, stop giving uh, chairmanships to Democrats for no reason, and B, should do something to hold DAs accountable. You can't have a DA in there hiding evidence just to try to get a conviction to look good to Soros. It's uh, Attorney General Ken Paxton, the great state of Texas. Go to KenPaxton.com. Let's talk about the border. How many lawsuits now against Biden? Uh, 46 total in the last two, a little over two and a half years. That's stunning. Uh, and, and you've done well. We, we've had you on, reported when you've done well. Um, it, it, when it comes to all those suits, do you know how many are about the border? Are they all about the border? No, I think it's 16 about the border. How are we doing? So we've had mostly success. The problem is it takes so long. And then what, what the Biden administration has done is when we get a success, like on Title 42, then they just change something else and force us to go back to sue them over something that has been changed. So it moots out the case after we win, and then we're just stuck in litigation trying to beat them, and we do, and then they change the rules. And, and there's nothing, again, see, I'm, I'm kind of a dumb guy, Ken, and you've been telling me this for years. I actually think when there are laws in the books, you've got to enforce them. When there are, are prosecutable crimes, you have to prosecute them. There's so much discretion here. I had no idea. The federal government can ignore law that was passed by Congress and signed by President Reagan? Really? That is the, that's what the Democrats have figured out. I think Obama was a leader on this. He, he showed the Democratic Party, look, so what if all these laws are passed? We don't have to follow any of them. Make them sue us to stop them, and then we'll just keep adjusting. So that was the Obama strategy. And he taught it well, and now local DAs are adopted, local city officials have adopted it. The rule of law is becoming irrelevant. And now liberal judges, we saw what happens with elections. They don't follow the mail-in ballot rules because of COVID. They make up new rules. And so the rule of law is declining. And what that means for us as a free people is that we have no we will have no constitution and we will have no laws to protect us because our elected officials just ignore them. And no deterrence and no consequences. That's exactly right. And they figured out where the loopholes are and they just ignore them. And what, what can I do to Joe Biden? He just keeps putting out more stuff. We got to keep up. We can't keep up even with all the stuff he puts out because we only have so many resources. And then, you know, it's delay, delay, delay. Meanwhile, you know, millions of people are crossing the border. And then when we win, oh, we'll just change something and then we have to start over. I saw somebody in New York City, I don't think it was Eric Adams, the mayor. It might have been, might have been somebody from his office who said New York City has been ruined by the by the migrants. Now I, I don't. They had like seven thousand or ten thousand people. We get that per day across the border in just El Paso, I think, something like that. So, um, did that not open any eyes, Ken? Did that did that not make some liberal cities and li liberal mayors like Lori Lightfoot and and again Eric Adams and and so in Bowser in, in D.C. Didn't that make them think, holy crap, this the small amount of people has done this to our city? I can't imagine what Paxton and Texas are dealing with. No, they, they turned it into a lie. So they went from instead, because remember, when they, they were sanctuary cities, and they became right. sanctuary cities during the Trump administration. Why? Because Trump cut off the supply of illegals, and they were criticizing him for doing that. As soon as Biden comes in, we get overwhelmed in Texas, and a few of them get sent to their, their liberal cities, and suddenly they're upset about it. But guess who they blame? Not Joe Biden. They blame Greg Abbott, or they blame, blame Ron DeSantis or Ducey from Arizona. So they don't even take responsibility for right. the actions that their leadership have caused and the actions that they took to make themselves available. Can, can you sue the federal government for, for, remo for remuneration of all this money that we're spending in these border towns? El Paso has been decimated. Del Rio has been decimated. Brownsville is a mess. Can, can we ask them to pay the bill? Are they paying the bills? I can't force that. No, they're not. As a matter of fact, they are they keep 
they're imposing this on mostly Republican states. Not New York is not getting the brunt of this. It's right. Republican states. That's the design. Cost create costs, create some type of, you know, chaos with more crime. This is purposeful. They're not good people. They're not like, gosh, we really don't want this to happen. Bad things are happening to Americans. More kids are dying from drug overdoses. That is all part of the plan. And this is unfortunate that it's our own government putting the deal together with the cartels to make all of this happen. Attorney General Ken Paxton, the great state of Texas. He's a Republican. Go to KenPaxton.com. KenPaxton.com. I saw my friend uh, Chip Roy, who's also my my representative where I live, uh, in Congress the other day yelling at Mayorkas about 85,000 missing kids. I think during Trump, there were 500 kids that were separated from their parents because their parents broke the law. And that's the cover of Time Magazine, Ken. 80, is, can it possibly be 85,000 kids and we don't know where they are? Really? Uh, no, I have no doubt. I mean, there have been millions of people crossing the border. We don't know where they are. The federal government doesn't know where they are. The federal government is not concerned about these kids. If all of those kids are you know, harmed or hurt or deceased, that is not. this is a trade-off they're willing to make. Think about how many kids have died from fentanyl overdoses. Right. Over 100,000 people a year are dying from fentanyl overdoses. No problem. The drug cartels continue to bring it in. We continue to leave our border open, and the Biden administration doesn't even talk about it. I know the governor has sent the DPS down there. I know that the uh, the Texas National Guard is down there. I don't know that they can enforce anything. Maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think they can say, hey, look, we see some, and maybe round them up, and then the Border Patrol comes in and the feds take over. Why haven't we done anything yet? Because you and I have talked about this a lot. The state of Texas, by the Constitution, every state, has the right to enforce laws if the federal government doesn't do it. Why can't we enforce the law, capture these people, send them back to the border and say, head south, or you're going to go to jail? Why do we have to turn them over to the feds if the feds aren't doing the job of enforcement? Well, that's supposedly the way the law is supposed to work. They have, we've been told by the U.S. Supreme Court that states don't have the purview of dealing with immigration, illegal immigration. I don't have a problem with us challenging that. Now, it wouldn't solve the problem because remember, 90% of these people or more are coming to Border Patrol. They're not hiding. They're not running away. Right. The, the cartels are bringing them. Point. Hey, here's their people. So now we got Border Patrol participating in the crime. It's not their fault, but it is the Biden administration's fault. And so there's no place for us to insert ourselves because the government, the federal government, the Biden administration is promoting, encouraging, participating with the cartels. And it's like it's like an alliance. We'd have to fight the cartels and the Biden administration literally with, you know, weapons. And that's the problem. We have no way to do that. I mean, I, I, my thought process is let's catch some and then send them south and make Biden sue you. Make Biden would, sue, make well, Biden sue Abbott. Anybody that wants to do that, I'm, I'm open to the to the prospect because it can't be U.S. v. Arizona, which you know about, yes. cannot cannot be the right case. That means we have to sit by and watch people die, watch their property be destroyed, right. Because the federal government just laughs and mocks us for like caring about the people of our state. We can't be in that position. That cannot be the right law. It's uh, Ken Paxton, the Attorney General of the great state of Texas, does a great job for our state. Uh, you're suing Biden over the omnibus bill. What, what did he do in the omnibus bill that, that, you, that you've had enough of? Well, it's not just him. It's also Nancy Pelosi. I mean, she basically did something that had never happened in, in American history. Since 1789, the first Congress met in the Constitution, which supposedly governs our government, you are supposed to have a quorum, a majority of members present. It kind of makes sense. You don't want 10 people passing a right. $1.7 trillion spending bill. They didn't have that, so she allowed proxy voting where people could just cast their votes through somebody else. Well, that is not allowed by the Constitution. The Constitution does allow you to stop and go find these people. It does not allow you to take matters into your hand and just make up your own rules. 
Nancy Pelosi did that, passed a massive spending bill that affects us. The Biden administration signed it knowing they didn't have a quorum. That's illegal. That should not be allowed. What do you think about the weak backbone of the, of the Republicans in, in Congress that allowed this? The Republicans won the House because those of us who vote Republican or conservative were sick and tired of Nancy Pelosi setting the agenda. For some reason, they let her force this down our throats when the Senate could have stopped it. They could have filibustered it and waited until the new Congress took over. Might that be their answer, Ken? You can't sue us because Republicans could have stopped it, but they refused. Look, I don't know. I mean, I think no matter what, they violated the Constitution yeah. and there's no getting around the fact whatever the Senate didn't do or did do doesn't affect that. Because otherwise, if that quorum requirement is not not really there, then what of the Constitution matters? I mean, oh, yeah, we're just going to throw that out because they, they, they violated. Oh, well, we, what are we going to do now? They, they violated the Constitution. I guess it's just too late. It can't be too late. When you violate the Constitution, it should never be too late. I've got like 15 seconds. What's the relief? Let's say you win. They throw the budget out and do a new one? Yeah, we have Congress. They can go back and do it. We've got elected members that can go vote on a new budget as much as they want. I appreciate you doing this work. I hope that it. I hope this turns out because what I saw happen with Nancy Pelosi setting that agenda made me sick because we knew that the incoming Congress was the Congress that those the people in America voted for, and, and it just didn't happen. Ken, thanks a million to KenPaxton.com, the Attorney General of the great state of Texas. Thank you so much, sir. Hey, thank you. Have a great day. Hi, right, brother. We're back after this. Stay right here. Joe Pags. We always appreciate the uh, Attorney General of the great state of Texas coming on, Ken Paxton. He's suing the heck out of the Biden administration for good reason. I like that he's suing over the omnibus bill because that should have been done by Republicans and what Nancy Pelosi pulled was not by the rules of the House and the rules that are outlined in the Constitution. Pretty simple case, in my opinion. That doesn't mean anything in this day and age, to be honest with you. Plenty more coming your way, including Phil Jackson, the former NBA coach, coming out against the bubble and slogans of politics. He's being attacked for that. Keep it here. This is the Joe Pegg Show.